M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. Is there something you know that we don't know? Is someone coming for our pussy? This is m That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever said. Oh, I didn't think of that. Fuck, that's what I've been getting wrong. And just remember, if it's too fatty, just heat it up. You're in m If that's not in a promo somewhere, I don't want to live anymore. Hello, darlings. How are you? I'm sorry about Tuesday. So many of you are panicked, but at least I was there briefly. It is election day. I am at Michael Lucas's house and um, we've already started stress eating. We've consumed copious amounts of cheese. It's, I'm really sweaty. My heart's racing. It's our grand final. This is Michael and I, this day every four years is an exciting day. And indeed, when it's Australia's elections, we love the theatrics, the drama behind the politics. And this is one race I'm glad. The outcome kind of affects us, yes, broadly, but at least he's not going to be our leader because the way things are going, I don't think there's going to be a result tonight. And Trump is doing way better than I thought he would. Even though I knew and you magical unicorn of death predicted a Trump win, deep in my like heart reserves, I was like, oh, you know, but the polls are so in Biden's favour. So Michael and I are going to talk about that at length. It's funny, when we when we started doing this podcast, we both agreed we shouldn't show our US political petticoats, US political petticoats, because, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I knew it would seep through because our text messages and our communications are 50% Divas, 50% politics, and some celebrity dick pics thrown in, but we decided perhaps that's not tasteful to talk about anymore. Boo! Apologies if you're not into it, but how could you not be? At least with a passing glance. I mean, Chelsea Handler's got her boobs out. Beyonce finally spoke. There's a lot to get through today, so I won't talk for too long now. It's been a it's been a weird week of getting back to normality or some sense of normality for my family and I. I really want to put out there and remind you if you have, especially a 13 year old kid who's gone back to school, go lightly with them. It has just been. You know, they've, they've had more pivots this year than adults sometimes have in their entire life. You know, having to deal with no school, not seeing their friends, the scary nature of a pandemic and not really understanding how that's going to wind up. Then coming out of it and going back to school for a few weeks and then, oh, no, back in, can't see your friends. So I just realised how resilient they've had to be this year. So I've been making sure to say to Odie a lot, you know, I'm really proud of you and is there anything you want to talk about? And I've been talking to other mums and, um, you know, of Odie's friends and they've all said, yeah, our kids are really feeling it and we're expecting so much of them when now the hormones are flooding their bodies and <laughs> so she's gone back to school and we've been kind of easing her into that and I went to a shopping centre for the first time. I was panicked the entire time. <laughs> Don't worry, we weren't there very long. It's just, it's strange to be kind of moving around like we are. And another day of zero, zero for Melbourne. So I imagine more restrictions will be lifting. New South Wales borders have opened, which is so exciting for people who have family. I'm thinking about maybe we'll go on a holiday. I don't know. Can you imagine? Crazy. So yeah, it's uh, just reminding you, especially if you're in Melbourne, to be really gentle with yourself because things are strange. And I'm I'm good. I'm in uh, do week. For those of you who are following my menstrual cycle, there's a sentence that's exciting for me to say. <laughs> now, everyone that listens, a lot of you that listens are across my menstrual cycle, which I'm fine with because we need to normalise the period chat. So, and I'm noticing like yesterday I cleaned the house and I'm getting all this shit done. And yeah, like I do notice that I have all this energy this week 
So I'm really going to pay attention this cycle. I'm in do week. I encourage you all to do the same. Still getting feedback about that podcast. So uh, the Lucy Peach one. All right, well, let's get into it. It is an election day special for Emsolation. Um, let's bring in Mr. Michael Lucas. He's just waiting outside the door. <laughs> Play the music. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is Emsolation. Okay, well, for the first time in the history of this podcast, Michael Lucas and I are sitting opposite each other. We are, but for some reason I can't physically see you over my laptop screen, so you might as well be in Warrandyte. I think it's easier if we can't see each other yeah. because we've come this far. So literally our laptop screens, we're sitting on the floor in Michael's spare bedroom, which used to be my bedroom. It still has some of M's still has bits some of remnants. decor. It does, <laughs> which is more of an indictment about on you know how little I update my home. Yes, when Scott and I were separated, I lived in this bedroom. Um, but we are here recording as late as we can on Wednesday, obviously, Election Day in the States. It's 1.50pm and we are both very unsettled. Very unsettled. <laughs> I think the only thing we can say for sure at this point is that <laughs> the enchanted seahorse of hope uh, his his hopes have been dashed that mm. one of the big early states could break for Biden, surprisingly. No, mm. Florida. No. Went the wrong way. <sighs> so, I know. I feel like Florida, the only other thing I do with Florida is I, you know, you do the Florida man birthday Google challenge. Have you yeah, done that? Yeah. That's the only thing I really attribute to Florida. And once every four years, they're very important. And they're screwing it up. I attribute Disney World to Florida. Oh, you do. Which is meant to be the happiest place on earth. <laughs> so that's why I, I just find it so unsettling. So basically the North Carolina, Florida. So what are the, the big states? If he could if he could just take them, it's over. Oh, there's a, there's a lot. Yeah. If he were able to take Florida, that obviously would have been great. Yes. No. But then same goes for North Carolina, yes. for Ohio, you know, for Pennsylvania, for there's a lot of states. Texas has fucked it. Well, it's looking like, yes, Texas will have <laughs> fucked it. But, I mean, Texas was always a, you know, I mean, we've just got to keep in mind these uh, reliably Republican states we're talking about for yeah. the most part. But we were led to believe by polling, those of us who bought into the polls, not me, that there was a good chance he was going to take it. But the good news is he ha- they have flipped two Senate seats, which is great for the Democrats, so yay. But the bad news is, well, I, as I have stated before, the magical income of death, don't believe there will be a victory tonight for anyone, which is a win for Trump. In my eyes, if Biden couldn't smash him out of the park today, that is a Trump victory. Do you not agree? I agree, and I humbly and vomitously declare <laughs> that is not looking great for him to be able to declare it today. Now, let's look at some of the last-minute celebrity endorsements. Beyonce finally came out. I mean, I was saying, where has she been, Michael? Why didn't she do a big concert? I know, and it's not like me to say a word against the deity that is Beyonce, but uh, the phrase too little, too late springs to mind. She's a Texas girl. Last time she did a full concert dance routine with all the backing dancers in pantsuits for Hillary. This time it was like one selfie. Oh, uh, not even a selfie, a shitty boomerang where she had a mask on saying, you know, Biden-Harris was the only giveaway with a sticker on her hat. It was in black and white, not even a Democrat blue to be seen. Mm. So if you're just scrolling fast, you wouldn't even know. I'm 
very disappointed. But she did get burnt when she came out so strongly for Hillary, didn't she? Well, um, did she? I mean, did she lose? <laughs> Were there a lot of Trump supporters who loved Beyonce? I don't know. I feel like a lot of the African-American community were anti-Clinton and isn't that a large portion of her followers are? True. So I think that's where she got into trouble. True. And now I feel like she would feel weird supporting a white man who has a dubious record on race relations. I mean, he's made up for it. He's apologised. He's atoned. But oh, but I for me, Beyonce and Kamala was the photo op I wanted the entire election campaign, and it never happened. I yeah. can't believe it never happened. Can you though, really? Because she's got a bad record for jailing African American men. Oh, so I understand the. But politics. she has good hair. <laughs> And they've both got both great for memes. <laughs> and I guess I was thinking both of them have been so good for memes and the and the kind of like facial expression that they could pull off in a combined meme would have been would have broken the internet. <laughs> Throwing Pelosi in my heart would explode. <laughs> Speaking of, Nancy, start dusting off those pantsuits, doll. There's still a scenario here where this drags out until January, the official January 24, where if there is no winner declared and we are still hung in the balance, the Speaker of the House assumes the power and that is one tiny woman. I can't believe the thing about this that is so weird is it is such a unique feeling physically that it stirs. It's different yep. to any other yep. kind of tension because, yep. you, I mean, you're so powerless. Yeah. And I, the only way I can describe it is I feel a bit like I'm going to vomit. Mm-hmm. I feel a bit like I'm completely wired and mm-hmm. can't stop checking it, but I also feel a bit like I could go into a coma and Same. it's all at once. That's kind of my conscious waking state you just described. <laughs> <laughs> I feel electrified, exhausted, and like I might vomit at any time most of the time. Right. I couldn't sleep last night. I was texting you and I kept going, put your phone down. So I put my phone down. I roll over, close my eyes and I think, wait, just going to check CNN one more time. Mm -hmm. Just going to check what the times is posted. Just going to check polls. And I couldn't. It was was like weird Christmas night, but Christmas could end up like really bad. Yeah. Like the house burns down or something. I had a brief Gladys open the border this morning. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Gladys is opening the border. That's good for you. There were two things that made me really happy in the morning, which were Chelsea Handler's boobs and Gladys opening the border. Talk about Gladys first, then we'll go back to boobs. Uh, Yeah, Gladys, November 23rd, open the border. And for someone whose husband comes from Sydney and all of his family were in Sydney, it means we can go to Sydney to spend part of the summer with them. And, my God, I just can't. It's that's that actually has if it wasn't subsumed by the bin fire that was the US election that would I would have been so happy on this day to have New South Wales open again. Sadly, you've already booked flights. I've already booked flights. I booked flights last night. Stuck on in. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen like barely seen Adrian's family for a year. It's really full on. It's weird. It is weird. But also with Gladys opening borders, I think magical unicorn death was wrong. I think she survived the. Scandal. Oh, she has. I think she's done well. And I think she's also come out of this. I, for one, want my politicians to be personally flawed like that. I want to know that their hearts are involved. I don't want, you know, robots who never make mistakes. And I think if Dan and Gladys have shown nothing, and even to a lesser extent, old mate um, Palaszczuk crying as well. Mm. It's like they've all been given permission to be human this year. 
and it's working for them. So perhaps we see a new, you know, ScoMo builds some chicken coops. I don't know what Albo's got planned for us, quite frankly. I'm terrified. <laughs> but what I love also is um, Catherine Andrews, my mate, yeah. um, tweeted just before a picture of Dan Andrews in like a lion cage and said, Dan, back in the lion's den where he belongs. Like, because he went back into the press pulpit today. Ah. <laughs> oh. She's such a shit starer. Wow. <laughs> But yes, no, Borders Open, very exciting. Well done, Gladys, on May between. Did she thought bushfires, then Ruby Princess, Corona, Ruby Princess, then the bloody, all the stuff with Daryl. And now she's opening the borders. Like, what a roller coaster of a year. For, I mean, New Year's Eve, she's going to get poleaxed, surely. <laughs> she deserves it. Like, she's earned it. You know, when people. Don't, you forgot the koala thing that happened with the Nationals leader when she had to stare him down. Remember that? Oh, that's right. <laughs> explain that, explain that for people I can barely, I mean it's, it feels like it was 20 years ago now Everything feels like 20 years ago on American Election Day But um, yeah, there was the Nationals leader in New South Wales Just had a mental about about uh, some sort of policy That was sort of preserving koala numbers And chucked a hissy fit and said he was going to split off the Nationals And she was like Bullshit you are Okay go ahead then Go ahead do it Go ahead And she She stared him down And she romped it in She's amazing She has She's No I'd say She's come out well on top Gladys And I, I will keep pushing Dan Andrews will enter Federal politics Dan Andrews is already In the week After we opened yeah. He's boosted up About eight points Or something Is back In the 60s In mm-hmm. terms of approval rating Which is Like insane Considering Considering, you know, the inquiry and considering everything that happens, he's and considering all of those headlines against him. So I think Magical Unicorn was more correct about him than she was about. <laughs> Gladys, happy to be wrong. I, I really am. Uh, brief, back on to Chelsea Handler's boobs. We, I, 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 she's, if you're not aware, you must be aware, Chelsea Handler, a formerly extremely controversial comedian who had a lot to atone for and has done. Mm. Um. And she has been very vocal. I mean, I would love to have seen Beyonce's equivalent picture. She posted a video topless except for I voted stickers on her nipples. I have voted and I want to make sure that you are voting today too. Please do not let anybody intimidate you on voting lines. I know it can be intimidating when people have guns in the state of Michigan. First thing I thought was she must have tiny nipples because I would need something the equivalent of like a... (laughs) Uh, like a pea plate. You know what pea platers put up on their cars, those stickers? <laughs> I would need the size of that to cover my nipples. <laughs> and then I don't even know how that would go. And the whole time I'm staring at them going, they just sit there. And she's a woman probably, is she, was she early 50s? Yeah. Like, those, I mean, I know we shouldn't be objectifying people, but fucking hats off, Chelsea Handler. Yeah. Even as a gay man, you appreciated them. I really did. I really did. I was surprised when I saw them pop up on my feet. And pop up, I mean, really... <laughs> I mean, we should just say, and yeah. even as a gay man, I, because it was the first thing you said, I'm prepared for this. She has not had children. Oh, yeah, I did. You text me, her tits are fucking spectacular. And I just wrote back in capital letters, no kids. <laughs> but yes, perfect. And that does, look, no one's breasts recover. And I've spoken about this on length. I've written songs about it. I've been on stage. I've described it. I've done. You've used the phrase Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. Yeah, Tyrannosaurus Rex tits. They're, imagine a tube sock with golf balls in the bottom of them. They're, 
they're not good. They lose all the – I remember one of my male co-hosts was commenting on my boobs and how flat they were on radio, so that was a good day. What? And then he said to me – "This oh, this will go with me till I die. Oh, my God, this is just coming up for me now. He said to me, oh, your boobs are only decent if you can't hold a pencil, like if a pencil won't sit under them. Like, so that means they're high enough that there's no – under gap, do you know what I mean? My God, he had a he had a he had a yeah, scientific it's the, experiment. It's the pencil could, rule, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I could. Did he put this rule into place at some point? Oh, he probably did at this point in time. But I mean, I could fit a pack of seventy two Derwent watercolors under mine. <laughs> 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 I just remember him saying that. Put some, an easel and some, some oil paints. I could run art classes <laughs> under my tits. Like they do. And it's it's a, it's a certain kind of like I never even thought about being self-conscious about my pancake boobs until he mentioned the rule that, you know, men think that boobs should be kind of sit up so far that just maybe one will sit snugly underneath and that's it. Oh, God, we're, we're giving life to people, guys. Why aren't flat pancake boobs, why aren't they celebrated? Why aren't they, like, what everyone wants to achieve? Why aren't they honoured for their service <laughs> to humanity? Because it's very rarely you can look at something and just physically see the services given to quite literally giving life. Exactly. Fucking pancake Having politics. said that, we have just started this by saluting Chelsea Handler Who, for miraculously correct. defying all of this. She'd barely nestle an HB under there. Like, they're, they're very perky. But no kids. <laughs> but uh, hopefully we'll be dating 50 Cent, the rapper, again because I didn't even know they dated. No, I missed that one. And, uh, yeah, they're a fascinating couple. Oh, I know. So he tweeted the, the picture of him and Trump. Is that what he did? The oh, pissed her off? Oh, God. And then yeah. or something pro-Trump. And she said, you used to be my favourite ex. Yeah. And then he wrote back something. I don't even know what it was. And then she said, I will have sex with you if you vote for Biden, and that changed 50 Cent's vote. So, uh, okay, uh, all of that feels morally wrong and it hurts my ethics. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Chelsea Handler is good at, like, dancing on that line. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's where she lives. Yeah, that's where she lives. So I don't know what to say to everyone. Like, oh, I'm sorry that I can't give you a definite Biden victory today, but... I am holding you personally responsible. Oh, well, I'm holding Beyonce responsible, as you know. She should have done a concert in Texas. Look, I'm just going to come out and say it, but also Oprah. I know she's done a couple of things, yes. but I want to see Oprah doing inspirational speeches. Remember in the midterms where she came out and she did that amazing speech about the black guy in the 50s or whatever, who had to go from polling place to polling place, and yes. she put on the voice. Oh, and she the was, black scent. She did oh, the black scent. Oh, it was yes. amazing. It yes. was amazing. Where was that? It wasn't that. I mean, yeah. Full credit to Gaga. She went to Pennsylvania. Let's talk about that. So should we have a little listen of Gaga singing? Here she is, resplendent. And I'm going to sing this song. Hoping that this whole state can hear me, Pennsylvania. I'm going to sing so loud. I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. There's a few things to respect about it. Firstly, how far she had to go to connect the songs with Joe Biden. With Shallow. I mean, the, the, the song Shallow, we're all familiar with it. You just heard a bit of it. Yeah. I mean, how could that possibly relate to election? But how? she did, how she did a bit how? of a, are you ready to go for the deep end with Joe Biden? So, okay, okay. <laughs> Edge of Glory works, though. She didn't sing that. She said no, you but and I. that's been his campaign song. Oh, okay. So I think that's why she was brought in mm. because that was his 
I'm, I'm pretty sure that's been playing around the joint. She I- also was brought in because once, according to her, there's no confirmation of this, she was engaged to a guy from Pennsylvania. And so... <laughs> She pulled out that story. I mean, it feels like a stretch. Well, they're desperate for Pennsylvania. They'll take anything they can get. Exactly. Honestly. But I salute her for going out. It was freezing cold. She, you know, her poor little fingers had to handle playing the piano in practically yep. zero temperatures. Yeah. And, I mean, I still remember Mariah Carey saying it was physically impossible to sing when it was freezing. That's how she justified that terrible <laughs> New Year's Eve performance. But Gaga didn't drop a note. She killed it. She absolutely killed it. And you and I were discussing, we wonder if there is a Democratic Diva coordination officer. And if there is, how can I apply for that job? <laughs> because the Divas have to be scattered, obviously. Surely there's coordination between Biden's office and Beyonce's people, Taylor Swift's people, Gaga's people, Cardi B's people. They have timed it all. No Diva has – I mean, the chances of two of them coming out on the one day are quite strong if there's no coordination, yes. but that hasn't happened. No. It's been a perfect execution of diva endorsements. We've gone through your J-Lo's. We've gone, you know, and it was like building up. Beyonce was sort of the last to go. Do you? F- I feel like they didn't know what was going to happen with Beyonce. I feel like Beyonce's people were like, maybe we'll see. Like they were being really elusive. And then I just think there was a last minute, okay, fuck it, let's do it, but make it really low key. Yeah, maybe. It's the most low key endorsement I've ever seen. And the, the, the um, what was the blurb underneath that she wrote, come through Texas? Yeah, that's right. Well, they fucking haven't. I love it when there's some divas that they just, I mean, they don't want to know about it with Madonna. She posts 24 hours a day, every day. Like, you click on her stories, it's just endless stuff for the Democrats, but they're, they're not, no. Do we want to be associated? Yeah, it's not like with the, the village. hair and the pillow face, Madonna. We, 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 we can't do it. <laughs> I do want to talk about Trump's choice of YMCA to end all his rallies on. I'm so confused. It's a, obviously YMCA's Young Christian Men's Association. So is it a nod to Christianity? Because does he realise that it is a gay anthem with extremely homoerotic undertones and he does the dance where it looks like he's wanking people off (laughs) to the gay anthem. I think it is just that YMCA, obviously YMCA has so much coded Oh, my God, are you going to go where I think you're going to go? That's why they pick YMCA for Trump's crowds. Now I really want to go there, but I'm not even entirely sure. Keep going, keep going. No, I was just going to say YMCA is among the most played songs at weddings and has been for the yeah. past 30 years. True. And and I think that's what it's about. It's a, it's a unifying song and genuinely I don't think people realise that when the village people were singing about getting down to the YMCA, yeah. they were talking about a different brand of getting down. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's the Trump supporters could handle the dance moves because they were just four letters. <laughs> well, that's, oh, my God, that is totally true. <laughs> it's something they can all do in unison. So it promotes this idea of that they're all in agreement with everything that oh, Trump totally. does. Oh, totally. And I'm sure what it was was that it sort of randomly came on at one rally early on and they saw everyone doing it and they <laughs> thought, fine, this is all we know, let's do it. <laughs> It is and a strange one. And it then is weird. He, but there was a period of time he went through where he played the song You Can't Always Get What You Want, which, I mean. That's weird. Yeah. Well, the village people did come out three days ago and ask him to cease and desist. So that's interesting. Oh, good on you, village people. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad they did. Because does any, no one wants, there's not, as one diva besides, who came out? Kirstie Alley is the only diva that has come out for Trump. <laughs> She's not a singing diva, though. For no. me, diva has to be reserved Have for any... someone with vocal ability. Nah. No diva. No. Who? Which celebrities besides Kirstie Alley and Mary Hart, who I'll never forgive, who else? What celebrities have supported Trump? 
Mm, isn't it like Scott Bayo? Oh, oh, and the girl from Full House, the Christian. <gasps> she supports him too. Oh. DJ. Yes. Candace. Candace. Oh. That's it, Candace Cameron. I mean, I think the horror that we all feel, uh, you know, hopefully maybe Biden will still win. But having said that, though, the fact that so many people have voted. That's what we said. How is he even competitive? What does he have to do? Like, I mean, it is. if you were a year ago, you were saying, God, if, if only there was something that came along that would really be a test of leadership that was, you know, was high stakes and we could measure if he can actually do well in a leadership. And then we've had this whole pandemic and there's a quarter of a million people dead. It's objectively terrible. And people still voting for him. What? I don't understand. And people saying things like, make America great again. Bitch, what's the last four years been? Like, do you think it's going to get any better or be any different? I don't understand how he's so competitive. I I know. (laughs) Having said that, though, having said that, uh, you know, it is rare that people go out after one term. It's pretty rare that that happens. George W. Bush, thirty years, yeah, yeah. But in George W. Bush's case, you know, that was that was after Reagan's years as well. So it was the same party for multiple terms. Yeah, but I mean, I'm telling you, as I've said. It's not going to be announced this week. It's not going to happen this week. And then that plays right into Trump. He's able to call into question all the mail-in ballots. He's able to bring the Supreme Court in, which he's got under his pocket, in his pocket. This is worst-case scenario for democracy in America, that it's this close. So, I mean, who knows? Now, there was something else I wanted to talk to you about. What was the other thing I wanted to talk to We've you We've done the breasts. We've done the diva coordination. And, again, I'd just like to reiterate that I have – trained my whole life for that position there would be no one better than me because it would all be and that technique you already do it in your real life that you've pointed out there's a bit repellent of selling something to someone in a way that is just playing to how they would like to see the world I think that's what all those divas need and my rationale for putting them all in a particular order I would go no 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 no. I I absolutely Gloria Estefan I I know you're a bit upset that we're not making a big day feature of you, but it's about that target. It's about that little target down in Miami. They should have pulled her out, actually. (laughs) Well, he managed to somehow convince the Cubans that that Joe Biden was going to turn America into a socialist state. I mean, he achieved. I don't know how he did it. I know. But he managed to get – and it's like all these people that have come to this country and, you know, they worked really hard. It's that classic kind of stereotypical first-generation immigrant Oh, well, fuck my countrymen. I worked my ass off. They can too. It's just I am the daughter of someone with that attitude. <laughs> so the idea, you know, everyone's saying to the, the Cuban, the Cuban-Americans, but what about all the people in Mexico who need looking after? No, nah, stuff them. I, I had to come to this country and work hard and sacrifice. Oh, they really don't care. God. I know. Well, time will tell. We'll see. We'll about, see, we'll uh, see. The diva that I really want to salute oh, that yeah, I didn't yeah. see coming, tell me. Tracy Chapman. Oh, me too. And that was a late inclusion. She hasn't performed in public in five years. And I said to you, I felt really weird. Chandler and I have been singing Talking About a Revolution for the last, like, five days for no reason. I didn't mm. know how Chandler knows it. Possibly it was on Glee. And um, then all of a sudden, last night she appears, uh, hasn't aged, been in some kind of time machine, not that that matters. Amazing kind of. Oh, but um, she had this amazing silver hair. Two-tone, like an ombre of silver and black dreads. Looked amazing. Mm. And sung, talking about a revolution, like didn't miss a beat. It was so touching and haunting. Don't you know, talking about a revolution, it sounds 
and so appropriate. It's the most appropriate song. And I think Joe should have used that. What song would you have as your, like, if, if what would be your political song? Because I know that Kamala's is Mary J. Blige. Um, is it? I can't remember what, which one it is, but that is totally on brand for Kamala. Like, kind of kick ass, you know, woman of colour. Yeah. So, what would your song be? God, I've never thought about this. Um, You've not thought about a walkout song? For me. Finally, I think about walkout songs all the time. To piss you off, I'd probably pick Ray of Light. Oh, that's the worst Madonna song. It's not, I love it. Oh, my I've always God. loved it. <laughs> it is I mean, operatic electronic Madge. folk pop, and I appreciate no, it. Mad should never be in denim. I can't forgive her. If there's one thing I want from Madonna, it's not a pair of questionable bootleg jeans. Sauce. Yeah. Sauce. Look, I, I'm also partial to express yourself. I've got to say, oh, would that be better for good. you? What would that say as a as a political message, though? Come on, girls. Yeah, it would make your voice heard. Oh, That's well, good. yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in love? I got something to say about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you wouldn't want to focus on the lyrics too much, but clearly, <laughs> I mean, is that a factor? Yes. Mine would be all fired up, Pat Benatar, 100% every time. Every time. That song doesn't not apply to it. Like, there's not a, I'd have it at a funeral. I believe there comes a time. I mean, I wrote a giant penis to it. You know yeah, my feelings. Yeah, I know. Song. That is spectacular. And yeah. it suits you. Yeah. Anytime I need a walkout song or a pump up, I used to listen to that before I raced as well. Little fact. Really? Yep. It's been it's the pump up song for all time. Yeah, for it was you. in my Discman. Always. Always in there, a little bit of Pat Benatar. I know. Weird, I huh? find it really weird which songs I respond to in an exercise sense because, I mean, there's no doubt if you get the right song on, yeah. it can, you live, your performance lifts so much. And for me, it's weird shit. Like so, songs that I don't even like in other contexts, mm. I can really appreciate when I'm exercising. Well, the whole Dua Lipa album. Oh, I know. Yep. Absolutely. Nostalgia. Absolutely. And, and then before that, I mean, was Lizzo as well. Two albums I forced on you, I want it noted. <laughs> My weirdest exercise songs. For some reason, I love Raise Your Glass by Pink. Never what? listened to it. I know, weird. To exercise Yeah, too. weird. Don't know why. <laughs> My weirdest one is, for those who know Mulan, yeah. I li- listen to a surprising amount of Hamilton when I exercise. Oh, me too. 100%. Mulan, there's boot. a song called I'll Make a Man Out of You. What? Yeah, I genuinely, li- it's in my exercise mix. Sing a bit of that. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon. You know that one? <laughs> no. I'm not as across Mulan as I am. I'll make a man out of you. Remember that? Uh, we can put it on. No, we can't. Legally, we can't. That's why you have to sing it. <laughs> also for my own entertainment. All right. Well, um, that's it. Should we just do a little brief check-in so people know where go. we signed off? Check in. Okay, here we go. You well, so North Carolina, yep. Uh, that's pretty much terrifying. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He's lost North Carolina? Uh, no, I'm just going on what's what's being reported right now. Go. Here we go, here we go. Uh, North Carolina, he's pulled ahead, yeah, it's 49.6% to 49.2. Texas, he's pulled ahead, 50.8% to 47.6. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Where are guys. we going? Iowa, uh, Biden's way ahead there, but yes. not much has been counted. It's only 12%. Oh. Ohio, oh, he's pulled ahead in Ohio, no! 51. <laughs> and that's 72%. <gasps> No Georgia, winner. oh, God, 52%. <laughs> that's 55.8% to 43.1% in his favour. No. Arizona's still looking okay for Joe Biden. Shit. 53% to 44% with 73% counted. Anyway, yes, it's incredibly depressing. It's fine, guys. We'll be back again tomorrow. Obviously, remember you're getting the double hit um, Thursday, Friday pods this week. So we'll know more. We'll talk to you more then. Thank you, Michael Lucas. Thank you, Amelia Rossiano. This is Emsolation. All right, well, thank you so much. That's all we have time for. Obviously, nervously, 
I'm not even nervously optimistic. I'm just nervous. <laughs> we'll be doing some stuff from Instagram later. If you're not following us at Emsolation Podcast, um, I'll just be probably doing a little live stream with Michael later as we get further into the gin. <laughs> Who knows how that's going to go? Hey, and thanks to everyone. If you're voting, we're um, we're trying to win the. We didn't get nominated for anything at the Australian Podcast Awards, so we're trying to take out the People's Choice Award, which in my eyes is the only one that counts. Because you guys are the listeners. So if you want to vote for us, the information is in our bio on the Instagram page. Just go to at Emsolation Podcast and the link is right there on the homepage. And you can go vote for us to take out the People's Choice Awards. Thank you to everyone who has already voted. Amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? It'd be so great. I'm so competitive. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good day. Don't worry. We'll get through this together. And we're back again tomorrow. Don't forget, two in a row. Yes. Bye, darlings. A podcast one production.